Welcome to Inspiring Minds, powered by the Edison Awards, where we showcase the leading innovators from around the globe. I'm your host, Jennifer Trammell. On the podcast today, electric drive motors. They're the power behind everything from the fan in your computer to wastewater treatment plants. But there's a big problem because much of the energy with these motors is wasted. The team at Adventech is pioneering amazing new motor technology. They're based in Alabama, but we're here today in Fort Myers, Florida at the Edison Awards with Adventech CEO, Ron Ballman. Ron, welcome to the Inspiring Minds podcast. Thank you, I appreciate you having me here. And congratulations to you and the Adventech team on your Edison Award nomination. Thank you, we're, we're really excited and honored to be here. It's, uh, uh, it's been a great experience so far, and, and we've met some great people and seen some wonderful products, and uh, it's really been exciting for my team. Tonight's the big night. It's the big night, yeah. And, uh, you know, we feel, we feel honored just to be here with, with the folks that are, that are here and, you know, to be in the presence of, of folks that are like-minded and innovative like we are. Um, it's just a big honor to be here, and we're, we're excited for everybody who's here and uh, having the opportunity to, to, to really... Uh, congregate with a with the kind of folks that that have the same type of focus that we do trying to solve problems it really is an inspiring group of innovators and inventors from around the world it is it, it and we've met some great people and we had a chance last night to go to the uh, Edison winter winter estate and um, you know it was awe-inspiring really to to see a, a place where you know great minds like Henry Ford and and Thomas Edison and and Firestone and would go and, and they'd retreat and, and they'd take an opportunity to have some open airspace and really think about, you know, who knows what they thought about. It was, it would, you know, we, we sat on the porch for a little while last night on a, at a couple of the bungalows and just kind of pictured ourselves back in the time where these gentlemen and these ladies would sit around and, and, and think about what they could do to make things better because that's really what, what you know, uh, made them great people. And, and we could just feel the spirit of that while we were there. So it was, it was very nice being there. Think about that hustle and bustle and kind of the pressure mm -hmm. that these men were feeling. Sure. And you sit out on the porch in Fort Myers, you, you kind of take that deep breath, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And start to, to get the space to let the ideas flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we, we, we actually we sat, sat and talked about that briefly last night as well, just listening to the wind blow through the trees and they hit, you know, a lot of bamboo rattling and, and just uh, thought about even back in their day where you know it wasn't it wasn't so connected like we are today with social media and and so on uh the amount of pressure that they had to feel at, at the time uh, you know as they were innovating and bringing the world around into the to things now that we really take for granted like flipping on a light um to getting in our car and going for a drive and, and that kind of thing and and these were people who were responsible for making those types of products available to the masses and, and affordable um, it's uh, as well as all of the other things that they're not as well known for that they did, you know. And I, you know, being a being a, an industrialist and and being very proud of of the city I grew up in Detroit and knowing the knowing the history of Henry Ford very well and understanding that it's not so much the car uh, that made Henry Ford um, amazing in my eyes. It was the way that he he created work processes that that made things more standard and, and, and more cost-effective so that even the common person could, a, could afford a, what was at that time considered a, a luxury. And we, we look at our, our process of innovation much in the same way, right? We, 
we want our technology to be able to, to be affordable. We want it to be something that, that changes lives and, and affects the world in a positive way. And, and uh, we want to do it in a cost-effective, high-quality manner. And, you know, that's all in the spirit of the way that, that someone like Henry Ford would want it done. So. And we're going to talk more about how your team at Adventech is really building on that innovation mm -hmm. of Henry Ford today. Right. Exactly, exactly. So we're talking motors. Mm -hmm. Let's get our listeners in the right mindset. Mm -hmm. What do we mean when we say motors? Right, so electric motors, uh, they're around us everywhere. Um, they are actually the largest consumer, single source consumer of power in the world. They, they consume over 52% of the world's electrical, electrical power. And you, they're, they're so common. I mean, in your, in your home, you may have one in your swimming pool pump. You have them you know, running your air conditioning and your heater fans, and you have them um, you know, just in your, all of your uh, appliances. You know, your, your, your dryers and washers are driven by small motors and so on. And then everything industrial that you can imagine, you couldn't, you, you know, from our, from our wastewater systems um, to our sewage systems to uh, everything industrial for fans and exhaust systems and so on, um, you know, assembly lines, conveyor systems, all of that are all driven um, by electric drive motors. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a, the, the industry is an, it's an enormous industry. There are millions of motors sold yearly um, all over the world. Um, there's a very high standard right now for motor efficiency that's, that's being driven through not only the Department of Energy, but, you know, uh, great uh, organizations like NEMA and the IEC that, that really kind of govern uh, the way that these types of products are produced and put into the market to ensure that they're safe. And, and so um, drive motors, as you can imagine, can, can range from, you know, something as small as a motor that's inside your computer running the fan to keep it cool to as big as uh, tens of thousands of horsepower used in hydroelectric dams and in rolling mills that uh, you know roll steel flat and, and aluminum flat and those kind of things. So they're, they're everywhere, but they're not noticeable so much because they're just kind of hidden behind the scenes. Yeah, but these but drive motors are really driving our world. They are, they are, absolutely. And they have for many, many years. Um, the, the first drive motor, uh, Nikola Tesla, was one of, the, one of the primary innovators of the first drive motor systems. Um, and over the course of the last hundred years, virtually the drive motors, drive motors have not changed much at all. Um, they found ways to, to make them uh, more, more efficient slightly. They found ways of making them a little bit cheaper, you know, for raw materials and, and reducing the amount, of, the amount of, of core materials that need to be into, you know, the, there are a lot of precious metals that go into, into motors like magnets and, you know, there's aluminum and there's, there's copper and so on, which can be very expensive. So, you know, finding ways to try to innovate in the way that they're manufactured to drive costs down, those kind of things have happened. And finding new ways of using drive motors instead of a more, uh, more expensive uh, apparatus like uh, something that's driven by, by steam or by gas or, you know, thermal generation, um, being, re you know, replacing those things. with and, and even our combustion engines now in our cars are being replaced by electric drive motors. If you drive an electric car, it has an electric, mo has electric motor system in it. So... Um, even your vacuum cleaner that you clean your floor with, it has a small drive motor that creates a vacuum system. So, you know, they're everywhere. You just don't really notice them. Adventech sees incredible opportunity with drive motors mm -hmm. because they see a core problem. Mm -hmm. What's the problem with these types of motors that really haven't changed for 100 years? Right. So, you know, although a, a great motor manufacturers have, have innovated and trying to f try to find a way to make motors more efficient and try to 
reduce the amount of consumption. Ultimately, uh, the, the real root cause of, of waste in, in drive motors comes down to what's called power factor. And so ultimately how it works, it, how power factor works is in order for electric to move, you have to have an equal part of active and reactive power. And it flows through your utility line into whatever's using the power. And in, a, in the case of an electric drive motor, it uses reactive and active power to create a magnetic field so that the, so that the magnet can, can, can chase the magnetic field and, and spin the rotor. Well, once the active power is used, the reactive power is just waste. It just lingers. And it, it, it'll actually leave the motor and it will, will travel back into the utility or into the grid within the facility and then ultimately back out to the utility. And it has to be scrubbed from the system, otherwise you have an imbalance of active and reactive power. So the, the power companies, the utilities, if you will, penalize many companies for having poor power factor. So Because how, they have to deal with this waste now. They have to deal with it. So what they've done, uh, they, meaning uh, industrial solutions providers, no one has been able to address this power factor issue. It's just been accepted as an inherent pro problem with the motor. And so they've created what's called power factor correction systems, which are, which are basically a giant bank of capacitors that you put in, in, the, in the utility line to capture reactive power, uh, much like a trash can would, and then it just dies there. It's never to be used again. Whereas, so what we've done, and, and, and in conventional motors, 15 to 30% of the power that's called, so you have a power factor of 0.65, that means 35% of what you're calling is being wasted. Um, and there are motors that are 0 0.82, 0 0.83, so you know, 18, 17, 18% of what you call is wasted. Well, our motor um, has no reactive power waste, so we have uh, a power factor of one. 100%. It's 100%, and um, how we've accomplished that is, is a conventional motor has a set of windings in the motor um, that converts electrical power into mechanical power th through the magnetic field. So we've actually, taken a second set of windings and put them in concert with the first set of windings and it uses the exact that second set of winding uses the same magnetic field that the electrical to mechanical power uses to generate it uses it to generate power so that power being generated is actually utilized within the motor itself and it becomes leading therefore if there's excessive power being generated it can be called from our, our, our motor and used within the grid of a facility itself. So not only is it fully utilizing its own energy, it might actually be creating power. Yeah, and what we've found is, so most motors will run at about 75% of its load, meaning um, there's, you know, 100% load means you're using 100% of the power of the motor. And then there are motors that are overused to 125, 150%. So the more, load you use on our motor, the more power it consumes, more of its own power it consumes. So if you have a motor running at 75% load, that means that you're still 25% from full load. So we're not even utilizing all the motor, all the power that the motor is generating. And we have motors, we have thousands of motors all over the world. And uh, we see as much as 30 to 40 amps leaving each motor being called and utilized um, by, by other resources on the same grid. So it makes even conventional motors, if you're gonna to continue to use conventional motors on the same grid as our motor, it'll make the other motors more efficient because it's calling less power from the grid and calling power, because our, leading, our power is leading, it'll call it from our motor first. Um, the other latent effect that having an internal power source with our motor has is we have a higher RPM, which means um, a conventional motor 
it, that, that runs at 1800 RPMs normally runs around 1786, 1788 RPMs. Ours actually runs 1794 to 1798, which means it's closer to synchronous speed. So you're getting more work done for less money, um, which if it's hooked to a, a water system, you're getting more gallons per minute. Um, if it's hooked to an air system, you're getting more CFM per minute. Um, and then the other thing is, is our motor, because it has an internal power source, has less slip, therefore our torque is extremely high. And what that'll allow someone to do is potentially down, step down in the size of a motor, uh, which to do the same amount of work that the larger motor would do, which means that the initial cost of the motor would be less, and then it's, you're still getting the same amount of work done um, for less upfront cost, and therefore your ROI is, is much quicker. Um, so we're seeing ROIs on our motor, return on investment on our motors, as little as 90 days. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've had motors go into the grid, um, you know, $20,000, $30,000 motors, and they're paid off in 90 days just from the savings that they're realizing from the motors. That efficiency is really yeah, there. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So let's step back big picture. If motors can be replaced with this type of technology, mm -hmm. what are those benefits for our world? Sure. So the, the fourth largest consumer of power in the world is waste. Um, you know, there's 1.1 billion, billion gigawatts of power annually wasted, and that continues to grow as we electrify more and more. And if 52% if if of the world power is being consumed by induction drive motors, uh, and we could displace 15 to 30% of that waste, um, you know, we're, we're talking about well over $650 million worth of power um, globally saved every year just by implementing this, this motor. And 1.1 billion gigawatts is more power, that, there's more power being wasted than are consumed by uh, as many as 12 of the smallest countries. So we could basically almost electrify 12 small countries with the amount of power being saved from implementing this solution. Wow. It's a, it's a fantastic opportunity. Yep. It is. So this is called the Max F Induction Electric Motor Generator, correct. and that's what you've been honored with the Edison Award nomination for. That's correct. Something like this doesn't happen without a really talented team mm -hmm. and a commitment to innovation. Mm -hmm. How is that part of the Adventech culture? To give a lot of credit to the inventor, Gerald Gaucher, he, he spent a better part of 20 years of his life refining this technology and working extremely hard out of his, out of his uh, small shop in Sarasota to, to to not only reinvent this multiple times, but also find the right partnerships um, to help us, you know, get this motor out into the into the market and and start testing it in real life application. So we we took that spirit of of not saying not taking no for an answer and trying to understand how we can continue to improve. Continuous improvement is part of the culture that we have coming through the door at AdminTech and. The group of people that we've we've brought into our into our manufacturing site, um, the the fun the fun part of that whole story is not one person that works at Adventech, other than the other than the the inventor himself is comes from the motor world, and so we've we've got a, a great group of people who have been cult, have 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 been brought up through the, through our culture through the training process. Um, and helped us innovate not only uh, the training processes that we use that are, you know, our work instructions are all video driven um, and, and, and the folks that have learned how to build this technology and repetitively build this technology 
um, are going through the ISO process, going through all of our other certifications through CE and through UL and everything, uh, was, it was seamless and, and it was all because of the kind of people that we have in our plant. The, we, we have uh, twice, a, twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have what's called an APQP meeting and it's part of our quality process where people come in um, out, of the, out of each department and we talk about the projects that are, you know, what's going on in each department. We talk about any obstacles, we talk about any issues, or we talk about any, especially any opportunities we see to improve the process. And, um, and this is coming directly from the people that are putting their hands on this, on the, on this technology every day. And we, so we've gone from, uh, in the matter of three years, um, including the, the interruption we had with, with COVID, and, and uh, it, it was, it, it's an amazing transformation where we went from building one motor at a time out of a small shop to, you know, putting, you know, as many motors as we need to through the plant uh, with repetitive quality and without fail and uh, very happy customers. And, uh, and uh, we also uh, engage our, most of our employees are engaged directly with uh, customer solutions, which sometimes we have customers that'll come to us with uh, issues that they've struggled with for a very long time, uh, being able to improve on their, their grid performance and so on, which is abnormal for a motor company, you know, to, to really want to address those types of issues. Yeah, you're taking more of that collaborative approach. Exactly. And the, the more we learn about the struggles that our customers are seeing, the more innovative we can be, and which has, which has been the driving, the driving reason why we've, we've innovated other technologies to, to work with, uh, you know, to, to collaborate with our customers and create solutions. That are that are not just uh, motor driven. It's it's all of the surrounding uh, pieces and parts that that they also struggle with that we're we're trying to find solutions for, such as you know variable frequency drives and how do you remotely monitor your your systems for uh, validation on ROI and do predictive and preventive maintenance from a smart device and and those kind of things. So we've we've come up with solutions for those kind of things as well, and and it's all just been because of our, our team listening to what our customers need and. And, and that's the type of culture we have at AdmanTech. We, we want to be a solutions provider. It's not just an uh, uh, industrial technology company. We are a one-stop solutions provider. I'm thinking about Gerald sitting in his shop in Sarasota mm -hmm. and having some of that open space to mm -hmm. just think. Right. Like you've experienced here in Fort Myers. Yeah, his shop is, is his Edison estate, if mm -hmm. you will, right? And, and it's, uh, as I said at the beginning of the, of the podcast, we... You know, we saw the, the true value with Gerald in allowing him to, to be removed from the day-to-day -day, uh, piece of the business and have him focus on what's next for us. And um, the fun, the, the, the result of that is, you know, now we're moving into the EV space. And Let's yeah. talk about that. So moving into electric vehicles mm -hmm. with this type of motor technology, mm -hmm. what does that look like? Yeah, so a couple of years ago, we started this journey and um, we had some great results with a car that we brought in and we converted to our technology. It was an existing vehicle and, and uh, we gathered some great data from that experience and, and used that as the building block for, uh, for our vehicle. And we felt that it was the best, the, be the best path for us to take is to just build a car from scratch and um, allow it to be able to, to, to not only reflect the, the spirit of our company, uh, in the in the type of car that we're building, but um, also for us to be able to accommodate our technology, we wanted to build a full system solution. So um, our car is going to be a little bit different than what most people are used to seeing from an electric car. Um, it's going to 
It's going to be a little more fun to drive, we believe, and, um, and it's also going to relieve the stress of worrying about uh, how do I charge my car. Hmm. Um, we're, we're, getting, we're getting into ourselves into a position where we believe that our motor is going to be far and above um, anything that, from a mileage perspective that anybody's seen in the market. Um, and, and we're really excited to get that launched. Our, our target for completion of the car is June of this year, um, and then we want to do a full uh, unveiling at the Detroit Auto Show in, in, in uh, September. Well, we'll look forward to that. That is really an exciting use of technology that could end up in our driveways. Right, right. We're excited about it. And once again, I think if it wasn't for uh, Gerald having that, that open air space to be able to go um, put his hands on this technology and, and think about what's next for us, um, you know, we, we wouldn't be where we are. So it, once again, in the spirit of the, of, of the, of the Edison legacy, right, you, you have to have that, that uh, downtime to be able to, to get your uptime and use it effectively. So, yeah. Well said. Congratulations to you and the Adventech team. We'll be cheering for you tonight. You've been listening to Inspiring Minds, powered by the Edison Awards showcasing the leading innovators from across the globe. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Jennifer Trammell, and I hope you'll join us again next time for our next conversation with another inspiring innovator.